Welcome back to Magna Vita. I'm Alex Olson. In Latin, Magna Vita means great life. Every week, we listen to hours of the best podcasts about personal and professional growth. We present the best practices and principles to help us build a great life. Last week, we talked about the importance of gratitude and core values. This week, we listened to 39 episodes. The three best ones talked about the importance of adversity and gratitude. Before we share the bonus for this week, we want to thank you for the reviews and sharing the podcast. It makes such a difference as we try to help someone each week. We can't do this without you. For the bonus this week, I'm really lucky at work my commander is the highest ranking female in the in the US military, the Department of Defense. She's a four-star general and her name is Mary Ann Miller. And she sent a really powerful message about the history of Thanksgiving that made me like it even more. So I hope you had a great Thanksgiving and I hope this will make it even more meaningful this year but next year as well. She talked about how President Lincoln made Thanksgiving a national holiday in 1863. In his speech, he said, the year that is drawing toward its close has been filled with the blessings of fruitful fields and healthful skies. Then he goes on and he lists all the good things that happened in the last year. But what's amazing about this is that he did it in the middle of the Civil War, showing us that even in the worst of times, When we need to most, if we look around, we can find opportunities to give thanks. The first podcast from this week comes from Beyond the Uniform. This week, they interviewed Micah Fink. He is a retired Navy SEAL who started the nonprofit Heroes and Horses. And to start out, he talked about how tough it was to go through Navy SEAL training. He said he felt really out of place with everyone else. They were all so impressive, but he knew that he was tough, and because of that, he could make it through. To me, that shows the power of knowing our strengths and relying on them. He didn't try to compete with everyone else, he just stuck to what he knew he could do best. Then he talked about how the actions we take on a daily basis give us the strength to stand up when it matters the most. I really like this message because life is a marathon, not a sprint. We have the end of the year is coming up, so a lot of us, myself included, will set New Year's resolutions. And a lot of times I think we shoot a little too high. We try for something that's too hard, too difficult, and so we end up giving up. But if we can just take small, sustainable steps, every day we'll accomplish our goals. Then Micah transitioned and talked about his nonprofit. And I really like the idea behind it. He says that what they do with veterans is they go on these treks into the wilderness where for 40 days and 40 nights, they go and they go as far as 300 to 400 miles with their horses. And he, he really challenges and pushes the veterans. 
He talked about how they get up at 4 a.m. and do workouts, then they're trekking the whole day, they have to learn how to take care of the horses. And Micah said, struggle and adversity strengthens us and empowers us to reach our full potential. I really like the message that he shared that we don't want to help people too much, that we all need to learn how to help ourselves. And a critical part of this is reflection. He said, what we are looking for in life is not on the outside, it's inside of us. We just have to look for it and work hard to find it. And related to this, this challenge of pushing the veterans and giving them this time for reflection and hard work, he said that helps them get away from other people's expectations and ideas of what they should do. He said we need to worry about what we should be and what matters most to us. Because if we're worried about what other people want us to do, it will lead to frustration and resentment. And the final point that I really liked, the closing point that Micah talked about, is he said, what good is truth if you do nothing with it? And what he meant by that is we have to take the lessons we learn and actually put them into action in our life. I think a lot of times we know what we need to do, but we just need to set ourselves up for success by building an environment around us that makes it so we can actually do those things that will help us to be successful in our personal and professional life. The next podcast from this week is another great one from the Daily Stoic. It's titled, Be Grateful for the Hard Stuff. And I love this message because with Thanksgiving, it's easy to focus on the great things and we should still do that. We should still be grateful for how much we've been blessed with. But Ryan Holiday makes the point that we should also be grateful for those tough things that make us who we are. He shared a couple of quotes that were really good. He shared one from Marcus Aurelius who said, Convince yourself that everything is the gift of the gods, that things are good and always will be. He said there are two key words in that quote. The first is everything, that we can actually be grateful for everything in our life. But the second key word is convince, that it's not always easy to be grateful for the hard stuff, but it's possible if we convince ourselves to do so. So a couple of things to help with that. The first is a quote from Epictetus. He says, It's easy to praise providence for anything that may happen if you have two qualities, a complete view of what has actually happened and a sense of gratitude. I really like that first part about a complete view, that so often in life we lack perspective. We, we can't see the whole picture, so we don't see how the tough times are strengthening us or one example from my own life, when I was a senior in college, I was going for a scholarship that I really wanted. I feel like I'd worked hard for it. I'd done everything that I could. I was selected to interview, and then after the interview, I was denied. And that was really hard in the moment. I was frustrated. I questioned myself. I wondered why it had to be that way. But if I would have gotten that scholarship, I would have missed out on another one that was coming later. 
And I'm so grateful for that failure because it opened up another door that was so much better for me and for Sarah, that we could see each other more. And it, it just worked out better personally, professionally. And so if we can try to expand our perspective, hopefully the tough times will become easier when we recognize that this may be setting us up for something else. But even if it's not, even if it doesn't work out for the best, Ryan says, the silver lining of every bad situation is that you're alive. But second, everything that has happened and is happening is bringing you to where you are, contributing to the person you have become. He said the Stoics believed that we should feel gratitude for all the people and events that form our lives. We shouldn't just be thankful for the gifts we receive and our relationships with friends and family. We should also be aware and grateful for the setbacks. We can't control the bad things that will happen. We can't control the journey, but we can choose to enjoy it and to find the good. The last podcast from this week is another great one from the Tim Ferriss Show. This week, Tim interviewed Dr. Peter Atia. He has a medical practice in San Diego and New York that focuses on longevity and improving performance. And this podcast was two hours and 45 minutes, but there were two two, uh, separate lessons that I thought were really powerful that we wanted to share. They talked about different supplements and things we can do I personally don't take any of those supplements. I wasn't familiar with them. So if you're interested in it, you can check it out. I don't want to recommend those because I don't take them myself. But the two traits or the two lessons I wanted to focus on is first, that our negative personality traits are not set in stone. With enough work, they can be changed for the better. And the second lesson is the power of the basics. So the first one is talking about I really like this point that Peter talked about how our personalities are not destined or predetermined. And so I I think this is so powerful coming from him because he studies genetics and he if anyone should think that our personalities are determined it's it's him. But he talked about how we have traits that will make us prone to potentially have Alzheimer's, but that doesn't mean we definitely will we can take steps to overcome it. And from his personal life, he talked about how he has really struggled with anger, but he's been able to reduce that in his life. And we'll talk about how he's been able to do it. But the overall lesson and point is that we have to be careful because we believe the narratives that we tell ourselves, whether it's that we're too lazy, too slow, too undisciplined, too dumb, whatever it may be. But Peter said we can reframe our negative personality traits as coping mechanisms that may have helped us in the past, but no longer serve a purpose. Another way to overcome these traits is to look at them as weaknesses that were protecting us at one point that we can now move on from. We can realize that that trait served a purpose, it helped us, but we can now change and become different and better. But to do this, we need to find ways to practice and work on 
what we want to develop or change. So for Peter, he got really into to overcome his anger and frustration. One of his teachers taught him that you, when he was doing archery, that was a hobby that he, he started picking up to clear his mind and to focus. And he said one of his teachers taught him, you have no control over the arrows you've already shot. You have to let them go and worry about the next one that you'll shoot. And two other strategies that Peter used to overcome his anger. The first was meditation. He talked about how it creates a gap between stimulus and response where he can decide how he wants to respond. It's a tool for him to slow time down. The second thing that Peter relies on to overcome his anger is therapy. He said it helps him to better identify his emotions and what is actually the root cause. Therapy helps him to see things he didn't see before, and he's able to see the results of how he's changing. He said with therapy, the main thing he tracks is if it helps him to suffer less. He said happiness can be hard to determine, but he knows what it feels like to suffer. And by doing those things, by doing meditation and hobbies, he's able to bring himself to where he wants to be. He's able to overcome those negative traits in the, that may have helped him in the past, but do not help him in the present. So the main takeaway from that first part is don't buy the narrative. Whatever story we might be telling ourselves right now, we need to realize that we can change. We can become better. And the last lesson that I wanted to share that was really powerful, especially coming from Peter, is the power of the basics. I want to share a quote from Peter, but first, it's imp- I didn't know what a nootropic was, but it's a drug or a supplement that helps, our, helps us with cognitive functioning. And Peter said, He said, if you think about Silicon Valley right now, everybody's obsessed with this nootropic and that nootropic. But I don't think people understand that correct nutrition, exercise, and sleep are far better than nootropics. So Peter's saying there's no silver bullet. If we can do those small, simple things every day, nutrition, exercise, and sleep, then we will feel and perform so much better. But it goes even further than that. And again, this is so powerful coming from a doctor who knows about all the different drugs and options that are out there. Peter said his team did a year-long study where he challenged them to go find what would be the best thing to help prevent Alzheimer's. And so he was expecting to find a certain drug or treatment that would help. And he said after a year of studying this problem, they found that it was exercise. That was the number one thing that helped. And this shows again the power of doing those simple foundational things. Peter said, if you're really committed to brain health, you should be exercising every day. He also talked about how the sleep affects everything else that we do in our life. And he said, two of the best things you can do to improve your sleep is one, to go to bed and wake up at the same time every single day, and two, to cut out alcohol. He said that drinking destroys sleep quality. 
He also recommended blue light glasses to help block out our screen time and to help make us ready for bed. And he, he recommended Felix Gray, the company. I personally haven't used those before, but I think the overall point is that we need to set ourselves up for success before we even try to lay down to sleep. And it's like that with nutrition and exercise as well. We need to make those positive habits as easy as possible. And so in conclusion, our traits are not permanent. We can change. And don't forget the power of the basics. In closing, we hope these tactics and tools about adversity and gratitude help you or someone you know this week to build a great life. Thank you again for the reviews and sharing the podcast. It really does make such a difference as we try to help someone each week. We can't do this without you. Thanks for listening. We know your time is super valuable. It means a lot that you're here. Hope you have a great week. We'll see you on Friday. Thank you.